Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager. This is a fireside chat, which is very different. A, it's not my home. B, it's not my dog. C, it's not my fireplace. In fact, it's not a real dog and it's not a real fireplace. <laughs> but we try to create a fireside chat atmosphere, even though it's not in the usual place. And the reason it's not in the usual place is I am with 11 Prager Force people from literally all over the world. You will meet them. I will meet them. We just have had only a few minutes together. So I'm as curious as you uh, to meet them. And it gives me hope. It should give you hope that we have such wonderful young people in so many different countries with the values that we espouse here at uh, PragerU. So that's a uh, brief synopsis of what's going on. I will just say one more thing in advance. I uh, believe that everything we stand for is as applicable uh, in Argentina or Ethiopia, two of the places represented, uh, as it is in the United States. Uh, e either, either values are good and logical and universal or they're not relevant to anybody. Culture is a different story. H how, what people eat, the music they like, how they conduct daily life, that's fine. It's a non- that's a non-issue. It's nice to have different cultures and different languages. I think it's beautiful. Uh, but uh, when it comes to moral values, either they're applicable to all people or they're not applicable to anybody. So I don't believe in, in the notion of, well, my culture doesn't believe in freedom. Your culture may not believe in freedom, but that's not an excuse. So that's, uh, that's why I believe what we have to say is universal. And uh, these 11 young people are, I think, a living a, a proof that that is the case. So let's try to meet them. Not try. Let's, in fact, meet them. All right. We'll begin here. So your name? My name is Jose Mario Uribe. I'm from Bogota, Colombia. So you're from Bogota, Colombia. How did you discover PragerU? I discovered PragerU back in 2017, coming out of uh, high school. I uh, started studying political science in university back in Florida, and I realized that most of the things that I was being taught didn't reflect the way that I saw the world, didn't reflect the way that I was raised. I, w I came here with a mentality of a country that the professors in my university were not reflecting. How were you, ta how were you taught America is? Imperialist, colonialist, rich, repressing the poor, racist. I wasn't. I was not told that ab about America. I wasn't. I was not taught that about America. I was taught that people here uh, are taught to f work for what they have. People here. People here are taught to strive for a better uh, future, but they have to do the work and they have to be a. So you you were given a positive view of America. Yes, I was given a positive view of America. And when I started going to college, my professors in college who were American started to tell me the, all the things that I was taught back home were not true. Oh, I so wait, I, in America? Yes. So you learned how bad America is in, in America, America, not in Colombia. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so let me tell you who are viewing, uh, one of the most common things we're told is how good it is to have foreign students come to America and study. Then they have such a wonderful uh, understanding of America. It's good for the country, that is for the U.S. 
It's, uh, I love that foreigners come to the United States. However, it's nonsense that they will end up with a positive view because exactly what you heard, they will be taught by Americans who lo loathe America, namely most of their professors. It's a tragedy, but it's a fact. Okay, thank you. Next, you um, are? I'm Maria Jose. I'm from Lima, Peru. From Lima. And uh, by the way, <clears throat> I was in both your countries and I loved my time there. Thank and uh, it was it was special. Didn't you have uh, a terrible earthquake? Uh, like it? a couple of years yes, ago. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, I was in that city right before the earthquake. Oh, in Pisco? In Pisco. Yeah. I, I remember Al, Alan Estrin was with me. Um, I speak some Spanish, but I'm not going to start with you. Uh, <laughs> but I, I do. I speak some Spanish. And we were with a taxi driver in Pisco. He so... Uh, enjoyed me that he took me to his house <laughs> and I had never been taken to a taxi driver's house that's how friendly the people were yeah. and and Alan said Dennis you should run for mayor of Pisco that's <laughs> I got along so well with the people there and then the, the tragedy of the of the earthquake and I felt oh my god I know these people so I just wanted you to know I have a I have a sort of a, a tie to your country through Pisco yeah. okay so uh how did you find out about PragerU? So actually, my dad showed me a video that I think it was along the lines, don't follow your passion, because I had trouble choosing my major. And he said, like, you should watch this video. It's very short. It's very precise. So I watched it. So and I started binge watching the videos like there were so short for my short attention span. So they were perfect. Right. And. Then I wrote a heartfelt message to the page because one of the things PragerU uh, had a very big impact for me because it made me reconnect with religion. I used to uh, reject my own religion. I'm Catholic, Catholic uh, because I was afraid they would judge me for it because it's so trendy to be an atheist, to be an agnostic uh, in Lima. So I didn't even want to do the sign of the cross before I ate. I, I stopped praying. So... One day I felt very reconnected with my religion, with my church. I got back to mass like after two years. So I wrote a message to the Facebook page and it's so cringy. There was like, I, I love you so much. You changed my life. I want to do a video. So blah, blah, blah. And uh, they asked, they actually responded and I was like freaking out. And they told me, oh, write this to Devin and ask her to join prayer for us. Like, I remember telling my dad and we both like literally passed out. It was like so great news. And I'm so thankful that I got it because in Lima, it's so weird to hear coherent conservative views because you 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 know a lot of people it's that it's not have... just weird in lima okay <laughs> it's weird in new york los angeles yeah, you washington say, you uh, get people that are like oh i'm pro-life but if my girlfriend got pregnant i'll make her uh, i'll make her uh, have an abortion so that's not coherent that doesn't make any sense or like i'm christian but i never go to mass and i like to get to a party so when I saw this group of people, they were young, they were like me, they had the same interests, they had the same struggles. I was like, I felt in a place that I was accepted, not like the black sheep in my in my liberal group. So I just loved the experience and I watched every video with a lot of uh, love in my heart because I can remember how, uh, not sad and depressing, but a little sadder and more depressing that um, was my godless life actually. Well, that's great. Thank you. Okay. You are. 
Hi, um, I'm Bernardo, I'm 23 and I'm from Brazil. Obrigado. <laughs> and how did you find out about us? So, um, I'm Jewish and my brother showed me the videos about the Ten Commandments. And I think, yeah, it's a lot like her because it ended up saving my life later because I went from um, suicidal high school dropout to what I consider now to be prominent young man. So, <laughs> and so that, that's, that is quite a shift. Yeah. That's uh, beautiful. Yeah, it's because there is this idea that the people who wrote the Bible did not know what they were doing that, and that there's nothing to it. And it's so wrong. It's so wrong. You don't, I, I believe in it, but you don't even need to believe it as a religious text, but it, it, it comes with the action. It comes with this belief that man is dumb and that there's nothing around him that he can save. And that's, again, it's so wrong. So wrong. Wow. Yeah. So are you now at university or are you working yeah, or um, what? I'm at university and I study pedagogy, education. And right. Yeah. And um, I just got out of an internship um, um, teaching um, young children and I should graduate this, sem this semester. That's wonderful. Yeah. You have, so your favorite videos are the Ten Commandments? No. Um, I, <laughs> no they, <laughs> they saved his life, but they're not yeah, his favorite. No. Um, they were for a long time. Um, recently, um, the one um, Discipline Equals Freedom, um, that was very strong. It's kind of a wake-up call, you know, yes. keeps, keeps you going. That's great. Yeah. Well, great to see you. Thanks. Thank you. Yes, sir. Hi, I'm Gabriel, and I'm from Singapore. And uh, are you living in Singapore now? Yeah. And where are your parents from? Singapore. Oh, so you're, <laughs> you're second generation Singapore. Yeah, not many generations in Singapore. I know, that's why I asked, they, exactly. So uh, are you at college, high school, what? I am actually in pre-college. I'm not allowed to go to college until I complete my mandatory How old are you? service. 19. So, how does it work in Singapore? Is it called high school? What, what? So, we go by the British system, um, primary school, secondary school, and after that you go to pre-college or a polytechnic. I'm in a polytechnic where I study media and communications. I see. And how did you find PragerU? Um, well, I think it was really God's plan to find Prager along with Ben Shapiro, you know. Um, I was, I grew up very lost in my country because in my country there's no such thing as left and right. It's just a one, a one party government. There are opposition, but the same government gets voted in every single election. So there, are, there weren't really conservative values that I could actually relate to, even though those were in my soul, in my heart, those were what I believed in. But yet I always thought I was crazy. Why am I the only one who believes in the things that I do? And so one day, by chance of fate, I found Ben Shapiro and I found his videos. And I spent the entire night, I didn't sleep. I watched Ben Shapiro, um, all the PragerU videos and so much more. And that was really my turning point. Getting into Prager Force is a different story because I didn't know that Prager Force um, was actually open to internationals. And so to find something that was open to internationals was so exciting for me because I never knew that I could be part of something greater because in my country, obviously, there's nothing like this. And being 
one of the few people that actually believe in the things that I do in my country. This was really a dream come true, honestly. Give me an example of something you believe in that you are very much alone in believing in. Well, the basic human rights of freedom, um, you know, the Ju Judeo-Christian values that America mm -hmm. was founded upon, this is something that is unheard of in Asia, so to say. Right. Christianity might have been brought into Asia by the um, colonists um, that came to Asia and like the Spaniards, the British. Christianity might have been brought there, but the foundation of the society wasn't founded on Judeo-Christian values. And I think the, to have this missing really changes the way a society is. So things like the basic human rights are not really as important as it is mm -hmm. in Western culture. Right. Well, thank you. It's a joy to meet you. Thank you. Sir. Hey, um, my name is Kedus Asafa. Um, we actually pronounce it as Kedus Asafa. Uh, I'm from Ethiopia. I'm 22. So you're living now in America? Yes, yes. I'm a student At, here in Virginia. You're, you're a student in Virginia, like, yeah. you, like you're a student in Florida? Yes, in Florida. Right. And so, so from, uh, that's from Colombia to Florida, from Ethiopia to Virginia? Virginia, yeah. yeah. So I want to tell you something you will find interesting. Mm -hmm. So as I mentioned to you folks, I've been to 130 countries. I have been outside of America every year all, since I was 20. Uh, so that's a lot of travel, mm -hmm. and uh, I have a theory on the friendliest people in the world, and uh, Ethiopians, in my opinion, are one of them. Mm. And uh, I, uh, and the interesting thing is, I have not been to Ethiopia. Oh, wow. This is based. I've been to all your countries except Ethiopia. Maybe that's why I think Ethiopians are so friendly. I haven't actually been there. Maybe if I visit, I'll change my mind. But. Uh, uh, it has just been consistent that I meet so many Ethiopians in America, and especially in the Washington, D.C. area, but there are many in Los Angeles as well. And uh, whether male or female, they just, uh, they, they are friendly, they are lively. Uh, do you agree with me, or do you think oh, I yes. have a romantic uh, vision? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Helping and sharing is just a great part of, part of the culture. It is. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. So yet you had the derg or the derg, yeah, right? The derg, yeah. The derg, which mm -hmm. was a horrible communist regime, yes. and so even even a good and friendly people can be poisoned. Mm, mm, mm. Are you old enough to remember them? Um, actually, I was not born when the military regime was overthrown, uh, but I heard a lot of stories. I read history books. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, we basically had the monarchy, Halaslase. Right. So he reigned for 44 years. Uh, he was actually headed into a good direction after Ethiopia defeated Italy uh, uh, right. around 1930s. Um, so they were developing a constitution. So they were transitioning into a constitutional monarchy. But after a while, the monarchy was not strong enough and it didn't serve the people as it should. So... Uh, the military came and overthrew the emperor, uh, so they established their communist government. So they actually 
uh, stayed in power for 17 years. That's and right. Almost 2 million people died. 2 million people. Yeah, yeah. And as I remember at the time, there was a terrible drought. Mm, mm, and mm. as I, that's when I made the discovery how communists are so powerful, they affect the weather. <laughs> that, was, that was what I came up with. Every time there's a communist regime, it's yeah. followed by a famine. Yeah, and one of the yeah, reasons... It is an astonishing thing. The, like, wheat stops growing when communists come into power. Exactly, and one of the reasons for it was the government took all the money and invested it on buying artillerries. That's right. Uh, That's so, what, in fact, that, at that point, Ethiopia was the strongest military in Africa, mm -hmm. while it was uh, under the communist rule. So a war broke out, and a new government took over, um, and they led the country for the past 28 years. Uh, and what they basically did was they divided the country into this ethnic line, within these ethnic lines. So the demarcations were based on uh, linguistic uh, groups. Uh, so they created uh, an identitarian state, so uh, an apartheid state, basically. So, right. so we, we saw the monarchy, the communists, and the identitarians. Um, Do you uh, intend to live in America or go back to Ethiopia? Uh, I haven't decided that yet. Um, uh, we'll see. <laughs> it depends if you marry an American or an Ethiopian. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm thinking about it, so You're right. I'm working on it. <laughs> I could tell. Well, thank you. It's great yeah. to meet you. Thank I'm you. a Saganalo, as I said earlier. Exactly. Minimata. Thank you. <laughs> Hello, my name is Ethan. I'm 19, and I come from New Zealand. Right, and I asked you earlier, North Island and north of Auckland. North of Auckland. And how did you discover PragerU? I would have been scrolling on the internet looking at Jordan Peterson videos at the time. Um, I was a bit of a fan. I really liked what he had to say. And PragerU just must have come up, and I would have clicked on it. And ever since then, I've just been just watching your videos. I subscribed. And... Um, yeah, that's basically how I found Peggy. Right. It's it's a wonderful thing. It's it's basically uh, Jordan Peterson, Ben Shapiro, PragerU, and we we feed each other. People yeah, who don't know Jordan and know us then meet Jordan or Ben through us or we through Ben. It is a wonderful thing. I want them to become as popular as possible. They have wonderful things to say, and I I, I want you folks to know, and I want you. There is zero concept of rivalry among those of us who share these values. We do everything to promote <laughs> Ben and Jordan. They do everything to promote us. And because the values are higher than anything else to all of us. And I, I, I tell you, did you see my interview with uh, Jordan Peterson? Yes, uh, yes, I actually did watch that. That's moving, isn't it? It was really good. I showed my mom actually. It was really good because um, it wasn't. It didn't seem like it was scripted. It just was nice and flowing. Oh, it's completely just... non-scripted. It's oh. as non-scripted as this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, are there any others like you in in your town in New Zealand? Um, my small group of friends uh, from high school, yes. I think it's because we all work in more the primary industries where it's more hands-on and physical labor. But in the universities, uh, no, I'm quite an odd one out. Um, so give me one or two things you believe that make you an odd one out. Well, abortion and gun control. Um, that would I do it, yeah. That, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's right. 
I spoke out about abortion on... This is how I actually became a Prager Force member. Like uh, Gabriel, I had no idea Prager Force was open to international students. Right. Um, I posted a picture of an abortion on my Instagram and said how I believed it was just wrong and it was murder. And I got tons of comments. And I have a very small Instagram of just under 400 followers. And my DMs were... I had tons of DMs for, I think, two weeks from that uh, post. And it that was just really shocking. And I felt, well, I really knew then that I had spoken out and that people disagreed with me. And I So do you have a favorite PragerU video or a um, bunch It would of? be climate change. Uh, what do scientists uh, say? Because I've used that in one of my arguments about, I posted about climate change and um, how I you know, I sided with you guys. And so you, you don't think the world is coming to an end in 12 years? I think four. I, I agree. <laughs> I agree, yeah. You're good. It's no, a, it's yeah, it's pleasure. definitely not coming in. Pleasure to meet you. Thank you. All right, we'll go back there. Hi. Hi, I'm Jakub Vesely from the Czech Republic, and I'm 17 years old. And what city in the Czech Republic? Uh, Pardubice. It's the city of gingerbread. <laughs> oh, now I know. Okay. So uh, this will really uh, sound like ancient history to you. But I, I was in, well, first of all, I was there when it was Czechoslovakia, mm -hmm. not the Czech Republic. And I was there the year after the Soviets invaded. And it was one of the most depressing trips of my life. The Czech people were very depressed. Mm -hmm. I mean, truly, it was a national depression because they had the Prague Spring, yeah. under Dubček, mm -hmm. where there was more freedom than in any other communist country. The Soviets invaded, and then there was less freedom than yeah. in any other communist country except for East Germany. So your parents would know about that, I assume. Uh, well, they were born just around those years. Right. In 1968. Uh, yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So your grandparents would know about yeah. it. That's right. So uh, you said to me earlier also Germany? Yeah, I lived in Germany for about 11 years. Uh, the, my father does mechanical engineering, uh -huh. and he worked there for a company. So you speak German? Yes. And Czech, obviously, and English. Yeah. Where yeah. did you learn English? Uh, well, in school, I had like uh, bilingual, bilingual lessons. So we, for example, politics and economy and physical education we were taught in English but I think mostly like from the internet just uh, mm -hmm. watching movies videos and yeah. right yeah. that's the best way to learn a language is watch movies with subtitles yeah there's so many things on the internet that just aren't available in right. other languages exactly that's you no know, English is very important uh, so you right now are back in, in the Czech Republic yes. are you do you ever think we're lucky not to be with Slovakia or it never occurs to you? No. Well, my teacher said the only reason why we are split up is because we had two prime ministers that didn't like each other. <laughs> that because makes sense to me. I've never understood why they split up. Yeah. I've, if, it was, uh, if there was probably a, a vote, it probably wouldn't have happened. Like, is that right? I think so. That's fascinating. I always, it never made full sense to me. Mm. So, any, so that, that, that does make sense. Two prime ministers who didn't, and they both wanted a job. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, was, that was the problem. 
So are you, uh, how old are you? I'm 17. So you're in what we would call high school? Yeah. And how did you come across PragerU? Uh, in 2016, I was, was still living in Germany, and when Trump got elected, the whole world, world turned upside down for the Germans, I would say, right. or mm -hmm. because uh, they're very left-leaning, or left-leaning, right. right? And it was just uh, nobody really understood why he got elected, and that was also like thing for me. I didn't understand it, but I wanted to find out. So I searched like for conservative uh, voices on YouTube or on the internet in general. And then when I found like, for example, Daily Wire, then I think YouTube started suggesting, suggesting more other conservative voices. And that's also how I came across uh, PragerU. Mm. Do you have a favorite video? Uh, I really like Fix Yourself by John P. Peterson because it's like, a really small thing everyone can do and uh, the world like the whole uh, world could be do, a better do you place. do you feel it is a great video he's a great man by the way I must tell you I don't say that often <laughs> he is a very special human being watch the video when I interview him at the Prager summit and then I asked him if he believed in God and his answer is overwhelming about what a good human being Jordan Peterson is. He's, he's a rare, rare human being. Yeah. And I, I, I only wish him well. I, uh, he's, had a, he's had some difficult uh, things in his life. Mm -hmm. So uh, that, that was uh, one of your favorites. Mm -hmm. uh, are you personally religious? No, I have not. Right. So have you seen any of the Case for God or Ten Commandments videos or you, you basically uh, go to economics and, and, I, and other things? I have, but I don't remember them very well. Yes, okay. So they didn't make a big impact, obviously. <laughs> no. well, no, I totally understand. I think uh, Jordan Peterson actually changed my mind on Christianity or Judeo-Christian values a lot. Yes. Because like the Bible became stories that actually capture like the human mind that's right they weren't just something in a no, book no they're not fairy tales but there were right. i you know he says how they're so why they're so important and why this mm -hmm. book is uh, so popular for all these years well i i really do hope all of you will one day read my commentary on the bible it it, it, it will touch your your soul deeply it's it, this, it's the wisest book ever written. It is, not my book. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, no. When, I, when I heard you laughing, I realized it sounded like my book. My book is not the wisest book ever written. My book is about the wisest book ever written. Thank you so much. Is it Jenkuya? Jacob. Or Jakub. No, 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 no. Thank you. Oh, Jenkuya. Uh, Jenkuya. Yeah. Okay. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, my name is Sebastian Ceballos. I'm from Ecuador, and I'm, I am 22 years old. See, I thought Latin Americans only speak Spanish fast. <laughs> they, they speak English fast, too. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I speak all the languages that I speak fast. <laughs> you do? What do you speak? Oh, I also speak German. Why? I was an exchange student in Germany. You were a what in Germany? I uh, exchange student. Oh, an exchange student in yeah. Germany? Oh, yeah. interesting. What city? Uh, Cologne. Oh, I see. Köln, yeah? Yeah, Köln. How long were you there? Uh, for a year. And you learned German in a year? Yeah. 
Very good. Yeah. It's not an easy language. No, it's not, but, you know, you where, have to... Uh, where in Ecuador are you from? Uh, Cuenca. Cuenca. Which is Ecuador. where? Uh, it's in the south. It's uh, like three hours away is, in uh, driving from the... Is it in, on the coast? No, no. It's, it's in, inland. Yeah, it's in, it's in the Indian region of, the, of Ecuador. So it's a three-hour away drive to, to Peru. And you are how old? I'm 22. Oh, so are you at university? Yes. Which yes. one? Uh, Universidad de la Suay. Okay. Yes. And how did you find us? Now that we're talking about my university, I'm actually the president of the diplomatics club of my university. Oh. So um, that has made me uh, a crusader, I would see my, myself, uh, for truth and for knowledge. So I've always been a conservative, um, even though I don't look like one <laughs> with the nose ring and everything. I don't look like a conservative, but I think like a conservative. So uh, I started... Uh, trying to learn some more. I still see some some uh, really good uh, YouTube channels in, in Spanish. And then uh, after some um, some casual, casualities, I ended up uh, finding Prager U. So yeah, that's how I... Just on the YouTube. So uh, mm -hmm. are you, and you're in Prager Force in, yes. e in Ecuador. Is there anyone else in Prager Force? No, or, I'm the only Ecuadorian right. in Prager Force. Do you show any of these videos to friends? Yes, of course, but... How uh, do they react? Uh, okay, so here's the thing. Uh, Ecuadorian youth, it's not that much into politics. They're definitely not. Um, I think that they follow the standard of, it doesn't matter if it's a right-wing government or a left-wing government. Uh -huh. If I, uh, I'm the one who has to work. But when I try to explain to them it, that uh, it makes life a thousand times easier if you have a right-wing government, they're just like, okay, I'll just vote for whom my, uh, my parents vote. So right. yeah, m uh, most of and most of the time. So they're not politically sophisticated. Oh no, not at all. <laughs> Definitely. Are not. people in Colombia, you think, politically sophisticated? I think the recent generation, no, uh, not, not at all. Right, Runner, hold hold on for a minute. Okay. And and uh, in your in Peru, are you think they are? Like people are very interested in. Oh, that's what you're doing. You're a yeah. good man. I like you. You don't look conservative, but you're good. Yeah. Um, for example, this Sunday there are uh, elections for Congress, so people like really talk about it on Twitter and Facebook. You see a lot of uh, famous people in my country that advocate for the leftist ones. So I wouldn't say they're sophisticated, but I would say like what they hear, they repeat, and they don't question it. So Right. And they, Brazilians, are they, you think, sophisticated politically? Yes, I think they have recently become... An oh, yeah, yeah, with Bolsonaro. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, but even before that, so in 2014, um, Dilma Rousseff um, got elected, and then in 2016, she suffered an impeachment, and that really divided the country, and it was uh -huh. kind of the point where, oh, everybody's into politics now, and recently in the government, People read about it daily, and I see a lot of people are moving quickly across the political spectrum, and younger and younger people, people who are older, like in their 40s, 60s, who never got interested in politics, it, it really made an impact to them now. Okay, thank you. All right, give it back to Sebastian there. And I know in Singapore, that's interesting, I wonder, I think Singaporeans are, are middle class comfortable. Yeah, that's how I look at it. I mean, Singaporeans, they are, they are too comfortable. They're too safe. That's I mean, right. Singapore so they is one of the safest Right, these issues don't, in, so. exactly. I know, I, I know. In Singapore, I had my feet cleaned by fish. <laughs> do you oh, know yeah. about that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know about that, do you? 
You put your feet in a pond and there are, believe it or not, there are fish that will clean your feet. I know that sounds gross, but to the fish, it's a delicacy. It's a, but is that, what is the name of that fish? Do you, do you, know, you know what I'm referring to though, right? Yeah, I do. But it's an amazing idea. thing. And, and in, in, in Ethiopia, are people politically sophisticated? I can't say they're sophisticated now after the new government. Um, we have a new prime minister now, and he actually won the Nobel Peace Prize for this year uh, uh, for making peace with the Eritrean government. Um, right. So they're becoming more sophisticated now. Yeah. New Zealand, I think, uh, is, is overwhelmingly just on the left, correct? Um, I think the old... Not really. I wouldn't say that, but our government is definitely left-wing, as in no party stood up for uh, gun... Uh, f they just all voted, apart from one man, uh, to have uh, the guns taken... Uh, semi-automatic firearms being taken away. Right, like in Australia. Uh, like in Australia, mm -hmm. exact same. Um, but I believe, I think, young people my age, from what I have seen, are not interested in politics. Right. Um, They'll just vote for the more left wing because right, they hand out free. Right, they'll take care of them. Yep, they'll take care of them. But older, this is a problem. This is a problem. But um, the older folks, say thirty years above, um, they're more interested. Or if you, or if you work, like if you have a trade, or you're working in the primary primary industries, you're probably more interested. Right. Thank but, you. And the Czech Republic. Well, they uh, were once very sophisticated politically. I don't know yeah. what it is today. Uh, well, mo young people know that you know communism is bad. They don't support it. Uh, but I think other than that, most people are not that interested into politics. Right. But right. now, recently, there have been like protests, and uh, more people have been interested or become uh, mm -hmm. becoming interested in politics. Do you show our videos to people in the Czech Republic? Yeah. And do you and, get a positive response, or uh, well, you know, I rather watch a movie. Thanks. They, well, they, it's like neutral. Like uh -huh. I don't know if they really uh, like if it says something to them or. Right. Well, you got to try, uh, which yeah. I know you do. Thank you. So back finally, Sebastian. So, yeah. by the way, you said you don't look conservative because of the nose ring and so yeah. on, the hairdo. <laughs> so I want you to know. I have learned there's no such thing as look conservative. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. I have so many experiences. I had recent one at the airport, a couple, both completely tattooed, mm -hmm. full <laughs> sleeves, tattoos, and, and, and ink, ink up to here, not on the face, thank God. <laughs> and they go over, walk over to me, you Dennis Prager? I go, yeah, oh, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I get that there's no, uh, and there are people who are radical leftists who look so, you know, what we call clean cut. Yeah. And so there's no such thing, but I, I, you know, I just want you to know, but I, I understood the point that you were making. Yeah, well, I consider myself clean cut. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. All right. And you are? So I am Ventura, I am 20, and I came from Madrid, the capital of Spain. Yes. It's sad that you have to add capital of Spain. Yeah. <laughs> but not everybody knows that, I guess. Yeah, a lot of people think that Barcelona is the capital. Oh, they do? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's sad. Are they still uh, up till 3 in the morning in Madrid? Yes. I, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, sometimes the people used to say that we, like the Spanish people, we are partying like all the night. Yes. But 
That's not true. Maybe, for example, when the tourists come to Madrid, uh -huh. they like to party a lot. But for example, for us, maybe we go to bed at 1 a.m. as much. As oh, much. that's right. I'm sorry. As 1 a.m. Okay, but fine. Maybe sometimes we go to bed later, but yes. <laughs> so are you at university? True. Yes. What are you studying? I am studying in the Universidad de Juan Carlos, in the Rey Juan Carlos University. And I am studying a degree in tourism. I am um, in my third in, year. I am in junior. tourism? Yes, tourism. Oh, great. It's a great field. Yeah. Tourism is one of the largest businesses in the world. Yes. The tourism is indeed the, like the industry that has saved Spain a lot of times. I like, believe that. Yeah, it is. That's exactly right. What, what, do you think that uh, the, there will be a secession in, uh, in, 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 in Spain? I... I hope that not. Like, for example, this is a very complicated theme, like topic for us, because if you are talking about Catalonia, yes, like they think that they can decide about their territory, but indeed, it's like a topic that all the Spanish people must to decide about. So, well, I if think all the Spanish decide, they won't secede. No. The no. Catalonians think on, they can decide. Exactly. Like, right. they think that they can decide, and they even make a referendum, like an election, just for themselves. And right. it was illegal. It's about, like, the 50% of Catalonia, they want to be independent, and the 50% of the, of the citizens of Catalonia, they don't want to be independent. They want to continue living in Spain. Your country and Ireland, in my opinion... Yeah have the the most the quickest and most radical changes of a culture yeah. that I have ever experienced yes from intensely traditional intensely catholic mm. to intensely leftist and intensely atheist exactly it's astonishing in one generation and i don't i don't know why if for example you are you're following the um, the politics in spain you can see that now we are having a socialist communist government right. in spain and this is very sad because i am a conservative and i see like all the things that the socialism and the communists has bring to the world and it's very sad it's very sad are you religious yes i am catholic right so do you go to church? Yes, every Sunday. Are you the only young person in the church? Yes. It's like sometimes I am the only one. And this is also very sad because, I don't know, it feels bad. Like for all my young peers, they don't want to go to Mass. It feels bad. That's why we make the videos that we do about God and, and, and morality and so on. If we had videos in Spanish, yes. would it be helpful to you? Yes, the, it would be And you, very and helpful. you, and obviously Portuguese, yeah. <laughs> right, I know, Spanish yeah. would not help much, I know. I think that, for example, the, um, the problem with all the videos is that maybe the Spanish people and even the South American people, like, we are all very lazy to listen the videos when they are in English, sometimes. <laughs> For example, us, we are not lazy because we would, would, would the subtitles in Spanish be good or, or that's an effort? It, it, will, it is not going to be the same, like, because the people have to read. I, I mean, it will be, like, more easy to <laughs> have videos. And that's tough. That is tough. With, I, I understand. With answers that speak Spanish and address the people in Spanish and instead of, for example, reading the captions. 
are are uh, Spaniards getting married and having children, or like the rest of Europe, they're not? I think that maybe in Spain it's more usual to get married and have having children. But for example, I think that in Spain, like each married couple have about one children and a half. So one and a half. That, yes, that's, and a half. that's more than some places. <laughs> yes, but it's but usual. But Spain is not reproducing. No, exactly. We have more deaths than more deaths born. than births. Yes. That's and right. You want to get married? Yes, I hope so. One day to have a beautiful wife <laughs> and have children. Uh-huh. As opposed to an ugly wife? I, I just, even uh, true, <laughs> even true, yes. <laughs> that, how many children do you want? I don't know. This is a very, it's, it's a very good question. But do you all want to get married? Yes. Any of you not wanting to get married? Don't, don't be embarrassed to, to say. Uh, it, it's... If I were to ask people your age in your countries, is it important to you, is it very important to you to get married and make a family? Yes. Would most say yes? Yes. yes. No, I don't, I don't think so. See, this to me, it, it, that is indicative of the, the tragedy of secularism. And I know you're, 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 you're tend towards secularism, but you obviously don't have those values. But uh, it's, it is an amazing thing that you think it's instinct to get married, instinct to have children, but it's a value. It's not an instinct. Yeah, the thing with having children, I think it means in a sense that you love life. And that's why it started to mean to me. I love so much being alive. I want more people that's to be. That's a great point. Uh, yeah. I, I agree and, with you. And so the idea that you don't want children tells me that, one, you're not compromised or really engaged right. in reality, but also that on a fundamental level, you hate living. And I think right. that's a big I, I happen to agree with that. Look, uh, every poll in America, every, is that conservatives are happier than leftists. And, and it makes, and, and they're, so you're right, and that's, and they're more likely to get married, and that'll make them happier, because mm-hmm. married people with children are happier. Yeah. They have more problems, but they're happier. <laughs> no, no, it's just the way it works. It, 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 it is true. So, uh, so that's, so do you feel lonely in Spain? I don't feel lonely, lonely, because thanks God, I, I have found all of my life a lot of conservative people. Oh, you have? have? Yes, Your I have age. conservative friends of my Even age. The, but you're the only one at church. Yes, because like the people in Spain maybe is lazy to go to church, but this is maybe in the big cities. For example, my fathers are from a hometown in La Mancha. Maybe some of you know La, La Mancha, Mancha, of Don course. Quixote, Don Quixote, La Mancha, yeah. Don Quixote. And they are from there. And for example, in my village, the young people go to mass. And this is something that doesn't happen in the big cities. Have you spoken to the ones from Latin America in Spanish? Yes. Do you think his Spanish is funny? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You speak Castellano, right? Yes, Castellano. Right, so so he, uh, so they, you, you will say th, correct? Th- what? Th. Th. No. So wait, so th- wait. There's a big difference for. Um, give me a, a word. Um, would you say centro or centro? Centro. So that's what I'm saying. You say th. <laughs> so yes. that sounds funny to you, right? Yeah. Do they sound funny to you? Yeah. 
not because I have been like all my whole life listening when for example I, I listen I say centro I have listened for all my life centro uh -huh. um, but not example, you haven't listened Zorro, your whole Zorro. life to Centro, oh, like, right? Like these type of things, we are very used. To yeah, I, I, I understand. But you understand each other perfectly, correct? Perfectly. Yes. Now, do you, uh, when you speak to a Portuguese person from Portugal, is it different to Portuguese? Um, I have never spoken to one. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's an but honest like, answer. Yeah. When when I listen them speak. Them speaking, it's it's harder to understand. It, it is. It, it really is because that's fascinating. Yeah, because it's it's supposed to be like a latent language, but it really sounds to me like um, a Saxon language. It sounds more like English. It sounds. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. When Portuguese speak Portuguese. Yeah. That's but fascinating. It's almost as if they spoke with their mouth closed. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> that's right. All right. Thank you again. All right. Hi there. And you are? Hi, I'm Agostina. I live in Buenos Aires, Argentina, but I grew up in Texas and California. Oh, More really? California than Texas. So like, are your parents American or Argentinian? Argentine-Americans. Oh, one's Argentine and I one's... I mean, no, they're like dual citizens. Where so, did they grow up? In Argentina. So you're bilingual? Yes. I see. Do you prefer... Is one easier than the other, Spanish or English? Um, when I'm reading, I prefer English. I mean, it's still hard for me to to read in Spanish, although I do study literature in Spanish. Um, but when I'm speaking, I feel that sometimes I do make mistakes in English because, I mean, my family talks in Spanish, so I don't, really don't practice uh -huh. much, much English. Have you spoken to her in Spanish? We share a room. <laughs> so I trust you do speak to each other. Yeah, yeah. they speak really fast. They do, they speak fast. Like, That's what I think. That's what I said to him. Argentines yeah, exactly. speak fast. Yes. But but they speak even faster. They speak faster than who, Argentinians? Yeah. Yes. In, 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 La in, in Latin America, it is a ver it's unbelievably fast. Do you know you speak fast? You, well, you're a Brazilian yeah. again. Do you know you speak fast? Well, people from Colombia, we, we tend to have a more normal uh, pace. Oh, I, I see. Is that true? You agree with him? Um, yeah, I think Colombians speak slower, but... Uh, Peruvians, um, but more specifically Limeños, that is Lima is the capital, we speak singing. Like that's a very common <laughs> thing. Uh, uh -huh. When you ask people, uh, Peruvians speak singing. We connect the words at the last vowel, so we start like, oh, como estas, como te llamas? Like it's very fluid, so we right. tend to speak uh, very fast. And with Sebastian, uh, he's from Ecuador, we have a lot of the same slang words, so oh. we speak very fast and we have like a very similar culture, so that makes so it easier. So does her Argentinian Spanish sound different to you? Like uh, special words like... In vez, uh, words, instead of but, but no, no, accent. Oh, yeah, it's different. It it's is different, different, yeah. Yeah. I know, it's a beautiful accent actually in Argentina. For example, people in Argentina say vos instead of tu, so they conjugate the verbs differently. Oh, they don't say tu at all? No. Never? No. So if, if I'm talking to a friend or like anybody on the street, I would say vos, which is like informal, but if I was speaking to like a professor or something, I would say usted, but never tu. Tu is like from um, Mexican movies or like maybe. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. How did you discover PragerU? Um, during Kavanaugh's confirmation process back in 2018, my dad was talking about politics all the time, so I started looking, reading up and stuff like that. First, I discovered Ben Shapiro, I think, and then uh, I discovered PragerU on YouTube, but I really didn't 
I mean, I watched the videos, but I didn't really realize it was PragerU. I didn't like connect the name with the videos. But then a friend of mine at college uh, sent me um, your interview with Candace Owens. And I was, I mean, it was mind blowing. I just loved, especially those last two minutes when you talk about the meaning of life. So I decided I wanted to join Prager Force. I mean, it was all a one day thing. So I binge Were you in Buenos Aires at the time? Yes. Mm -hmm. yes, I've been living over there for 80 years. Oh, I see. Yeah. So I, I watched like every five minute video I could find. You watched the fireside chat? Yes. Do, do any else other, other than you? Others watch fireside chats? Yeah. yeah? Oh, good. Uh, it's a different. It's totally different than the videos, obviously. But everything we do is different. The Candace show and and, uh, and the other things. So, uh, do you show these to anybody in Buenos Aires? Any of your friends? Yeah. Um, first of all, I show them to my family, especially my 13-year-old brother, who loves them. He loves taking the quizzes at, at the end and all that. And then I started a political club with some of my classmates. Um, there were some who were non-political or even, yeah, I mean, mostly non-political or not, not leftist, but kind of liberal. And then they started changing their minds. I saw that with other friends, like at my parish too, uh, after they were exposed to conservative ideas, like from PragerU or Shapiro, they actually started agreeing with me more. Wow. That's nice. You hope to get married? Yeah. How many kids do you want? I don't know, as many as God sends me, I guess. <laughs> Say it again. As many as God wants. As many as I mean, God wants. Well, God wants that you have 11. <laughs> okay. I spoke to him. If he wants that. <laughs> the tr but your husband has to want it too. Yeah. <laughs> it's not enough to you and God. <laughs> I look at the number five. Five, five you like the nice number, number five? Yeah. Now, but if I mean, you if knew it, if nothing about a man, nothing, just two, you were told there were two wonderful men. Uh, your age or a little older than you, both wonderful in every way. One is Argentinian and one is American. Which would you marry? Well, I really want to live in the States again, so I would probably uh, live with the American guy. <laughs> and where in the States do you want to live? I consider myself Texan, so I would you know, go uh, to Texas. You're so healthy, you probably are a Texan. You yeah, say, I mean, yeah. Texas is the best. It is. I, I, I love agree. California. Texas California is, is the best. just beautiful, but Texas is. No, no, no. Texas. But this, this state has been ruined. What's new in Argentina politically? Um, after, I don't know if, oh, oh, so Macri was the president for the last four years. Right now there were elections. Everybody thought that Macri was this kind of far right Nazi guy, but he was actually center left. And then <laughs> everybody if you're thought not he far was, left, you're a Nazi. That's yeah, it. It's yeah. just like people that. People thought he was like the, the people who liked him said he was like the the Argentine Trump. Some compared him to Bolsonaro or to there you go or, the, the Brazilian yeah. Trump. Yeah. <laughs> but um, he was really center left, and now there's this leftist guy um, who sides with China and Cuba, for example. His his first meetings before he met with. Americans or Europeans, he met with Cubans and Venezuelans and the Chinese. So. Uh -huh. Wow. Once I interviewed two ladies at this leftist march and I asked them what they were marching about, and they told me we're, it, it, it's a non political march. I mean, it's not, it doesn't belong to any party, but we belong to the, the party, the, uh, what's it called? Todos, I think, uh, which is the, the, the party the, the new president belongs to. 
And so I asked them about Venezuela, what they thought about it. And they said there are no human rights uh, issues in Venezuela. That's all uh, Trumpist and European pro propaganda. But actually, it's Trump's fault. So I was like, there, there's no problems or it's Trump's fault. And they, they just kept repeating the same thing. Wow. By the way, have you ever been uh, to, um, to the south of Argentina? I went to Bariloche. But I never went to, like, to the bottommost part. I went to Ushuaia. I have to tell you, southern Argent Argentina is, is one of the most gorgeous places on, yeah, on this whole beautiful. planet. I met a Swiss priest who said that Bariloche looks just like Sw Switzerland. Right. So. And the weather is beyond belief. After Buenos Aires, hot Buenos Aires to no go AC. to Patagonia, huh? No AC? Is in, that right? In, in Buenos Aires, you do have AC, like at college, at the stores. But not in the stuff. not in homes, not in apartments. It depends, but usually not. Oh boy, <laughs> I'll visit in the winter mm, again. Good idea. Well, welcome. Thank you. And finally, yeah. hi. Hi, uh, my name is Emily, and uh, I live in Stockholm, in Sweden. Well. If there's one country we don't associate with conservatism, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is Sweden. Is that fair? Is that a fair generalization? Or yeah, is it, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Why, what is it? I, I am fascinated by Sweden, absolutely, because uh, it is so many years now that it has just believed in leftism. What is it about the Swedes? You know, they were a religious Lutheran people. Yeah. For, for centuries. And, and those values, you know, hard work and family and, and, and tradition were very powerful. What happened? I don't know really, but uh, it has been leftist for like 100 years or more oh, now. Oh, yes. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know really what happened, but. Uh, Do you know good. that you're one of the members of your government? I, it wasn't the prime minister, but it was a woman. Um, and I, I remember it was incredible. She was asked about Swedish values. Do you know this story? And she said, Swedish values? What are those? Uh, the, it's like uh, the same in the whole Sweden. It's like we don't have any Swedish values. That's right. We can't sing the national song uh, in school and so on. So it's like, it's really weird. Is there even a sense like when the Swedes are in the Olympics, do people root for Sweden or it doesn't matter? No, it doesn't matter. Some people, it's like in uh, soccer, then the Swedes are like, oh, we vote for Sweden or we're like... Root, yeah. Yeah, but otherwise, no. It's uh, really right. weird. I don't know why, but... Uh, so the average Swede your age... Are they worried about the massive uh, influx of, of refugees from the Middle East? Yeah, they are. And uh, it's horrible because we have more shootings in Sweden than it is in Italy, for example. And, uh, and rapes. Yeah, exactly. And 95% um, of the rapes uh, are from uh, Muslims, mostly. Are you in college or high school? I'm in high school, last year in high school. Would, would, the, would half of your grade agree with you? <sighs> kind of, I think, because uh, I go in a school where it's mostly right-wing persons. But, really? Uh, yeah, but uh, in many other schools it would be another side, I think, because uh, many schools in Sweden and uh, mostly people are 
left wing. So, do you believe in God? Uh, I'm a, a member of the Swedish Church, but I'm not like a believer. Right. Say. So, yeah. you, so you are you more agnostic? Yeah. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Do you know anyone your age who believes in God? Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. It's like uh, kind of many people are member of the Swedish Church, and some of them go to church every Sunday, but it's it depends on. Uh, it's like uh, we have uh, people who are Jewish or Muslims also. So, yeah. One uh, Swedish church uh, just announced that uh, Greta Thunberg is a saint. <laughs> Did you know that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, one thing about uh, the Swedish church in Sweden is that many of them are very leftists. Actually. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's kind of weird. It's not weird. Le leftism has infected Christianity and yeah. Judaism very deeply. It's not weird, unfortunately. Yeah. You have a favorite uh, video? Uh, capitalism versus socialism. So, uh -huh. Yeah. And that's like, it really shows the picture of uh, why uh, free marketing is better than socialism. If you could wish that we produce two videos, what subjects would you want us to do? Um, maybe about the taxes in Sweden, because it's like we have so many hidden taxes. So the tax rate is 60 to 65 percent, actually. That's right. Yeah, and that's sick. It's like we have, uh, if you go to work, we have 35 percent taxes, but then we have hidden taxes. So it's like 60 percent to 65 percent. Have that's you really watched really any high. of our videos about God or religion, or that doesn't particularly interest you? I mostly look at videos about uh, free marketing. And right, I understand. You want to get married? Yeah. So I'll ask you, do you want to have a career? Yes, I want to have a career. Okay, so here's my question. I ask women whenever I meet them yeah. under 30. You know my question? No. Okay, uh -huh. here's my question. If you could have one guarantee, all right? Uh, I'm offering you a choice of two guarantees, but you can have one. It does not mean you cannot have the other thing, just only one is guaranteed. Okay. Guaranteed a great career or guaranteed a great marriage? Which guarantee? A uh, great career, I think, yeah. And, and what would you take? Oh, marriage. What would you take? I think a great marriage. And what would you take? I would take a great career. Career. Marriage. Career. It's a really tough one, isn't it? That's why I ask it. It is a tough one. Yeah. All right, if you'd flip a coin, that's a good yeah. answer, too. That's okay. So, uh, how old are you? 18. 18. And what career do you want? A political career. I want to you... change the society in Sweden, so, okay, so that's why I want keep a career. career. Good, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you ever have a boyfriend? Yeah, but not for so long, so. Uh, yeah, it's quite a short Did you ever have a boyfriend? No. You ever have a boyfriend? Because you're quite young, right? It's, it, it's not... 20. You're 20? Yeah. Would you like a boyfriend? Yeah, I mean, it's not my top priority. It right sounds now. like it isn't, I must say. <laughs> yeah, <it does. laughs> I mean, I want to get married, but I mean, there's time. Right, I understand. Do you have a girlfriend? Now. I do not. Did you ever? I've never had a girlfriend. Um, I'm, I'm not currently dating, but I had one for three years. You did? You yeah. had one for three years. Did you have a girlfriend? No. You have a girlfriend? 
I had. You, yeah. you had? Yeah. You're back, you're back in Ethiopia? Um, and here. Yeah. And here. Mm-hmm. You've had two girlfriends? Yeah. You're quite an operator. It didn't work. That's, that's my man. It didn't work. <laughs> and you? Um, yes. Yes. Do, 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 you ha- did, do you or did you ever have a girlfriend? No. Okay. I do have a girlfriend. Uh, back home? Yeah, obviously. So, yes. And she's Ecuadorian, obviously. No, she's not. She's not. Okay. She's no. Swedish. No, she's not either. She's uh, what? She's not either Swedish. And I was uh, kidding about that. What, what, what is she? Uh, she's from Venezuela, but she came uh, before all the uh, immigrant crisis. Does she think you're clean cut looking? <laughs> well, <laughs> I that hope so. That was a joke. That was a joke. That was great. Have you had a girlfriend? Yes, I had a girlfriend. You do now? No, I had. You had one? Until a few months ago. Oh. But. Who broke up? Because we came here to the States for the entire summer, and when we came back to Spain, we saw that the thing wasn't working so right. well, and we decided oh, to... Oh, you traveled together? Yes. Yeah, that'll kill every relationship. <laughs> that, that's perfect. But I still love her, but as a friend. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. All right, so I want to tell you one thing, and then we'll, we'll wrap up. So listen, this is very interesting. When I was your age, which is a long time ago, when I was your age, everybody had a girlfriend. Every guy had a girlfriend, every girl had a boyfriend, just about when, when, when I was your age. What do you think has changed? I think people are terrified of the opposite sex. I think that's a very real thing. I think they are, they are afraid. I think they were afraid back then, but not to this point. I think they were really willing to engage in life and saw that as a part of it. And I think they weren't so caught up in themselves that they couldn't extend the hand and try to at least make something out of it. This is an interesting, do, do any of you agree that there's a fear of the opposite sex? Does that sound no? I think that quite the opposite. This quite the opposite. Give him the mic one second, then I'll be back with you. I'm sorry. What does that mean, quite the opposite? I mean, I think it's quite the opposite. And, you know, the sexual revolution. Now, people are more afraid of commitment. If you get a boyfriend, uh, okay, yeah, if you get a boyfriend, you can't sleep with other guys the same way, other way around. So I guess that's why people don't commit nowadays because that's not the point of relationships anymore. They, the, what the media tells you is that, oh, yeah, hooking up is cool. And so Do you agree I with guess, that? Does that does, yeah. or you I all guess have, that yes. does yes? greatly affect... So hooking up is cooler than, than marriage? No. no. Uh, well, that's what he's saying. That's the perception. No, that's what people... I'm saying that's what the... Well, all right. The media is saying that. Yeah. And, and are many of your peers uh, buying that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's Even in a conservative country like Singapore, conservative... R- right. Are, do you think, you think they're happy living that way with the hookup culture? Momentarily, think, yeah. 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 But at the long term, uh, like, you know, <laughs> women's, women's perspective, like... Um, my friend would hook up with someone and then she's like, it doesn't mean nothing to me. But then she's like, I don't understand why I can't get a boyfriend. It's because she doesn't know how to love, actually. There's a, there, that's a really big problem. Girls think that if he kisses me, he loves me. But that's not the case because 
sex and being close with someone is very different for men than for women. So um, the media is teaching us girls, young women all around the world that we have to be like men, that we have not to care about relationships. We have to care more about our careers. We have to be go uh, goal-centered, not marriage-centered. And that's fine for some women, but I think it's more applicable all over the globe. So the, the two other women agree with that? Could you give the microphone back there? Do you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a really good analysis of what's going on. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I would be marriage-centered, not at this point in my life. Um, but I think it's a really important part of any person's life if they want to get married. And I wouldn't throw marriage away just because of my career. I mean, I think it's so much more... Um, uh, I think you can be a better person by having a good marriage than having a good career. I mean, I remember one of it, I think it was a fire, fireside chat when you said that you could be like the sales person or something at a shoe CEO. shop. Yeah, CEO or, yeah, at a shoe shop. And I mean, that would be great. But I mean, where does, where does that get you? But if you have a good marriage and you love life and children, and it, it sort of transcends you. So I think, I think of it that way. Right. And, and and you who put, uh, would like to put career first? Yeah, uh, probably now. I want to marriage like later on in my life, but uh, I would say I think it's okay for people if they want to have hookups, then it's okay. But maybe it's better to have a relationship like later on, because it's not good. I think to just have hookups the whole life. So right. So my original question was, what changed in two generations? Because, you know, men, since men were built, men have been happy with hookups. But even so, it was in our mind, I have to commit to a woman one day. It was just built in. When I was a boy, to be a man meant marry and have children, take care of a family. That's what be a man meant first and foremost. I don't think that's true today. Is that, is that fair? Yeah, I think so. In Stockholm especially, we have 60% uh, of uh, the adults are singles. Uh, wow. Yeah. So it's like uh, in wow. Sweden especially, I think that... Uh, you think they're happier or, or less happy for it? Uh, it depends on, I don't know really, but uh, I haven't seen like uh, if married couples are happier or if the singles are happier but i think that if you find someone that you love that's really great so yeah okay if would you look for someone or you hope someone will just come along one day um it depends on i want to like find someone that i really love so i'm waiting for it first so you're waiting in in, in what i'm waiting here, like to find love so uh, right now, I'm not like out for a relationship, really. But, do uh, do do uh, you guys, in, in, if you see an attractive girl at a coffee shop, would you start talking to her, or that's not done anymore? Um, yeah. Yeah. At first, maybe it's going to be a Mara scene. I'm sorry. At first, maybe it's going to be a Mara scene. Yeah. Know. Well, naturally, that, that, um, that was true in my time too. Yes. <laughs> I think that uh, what the left has made every one of us believe, or maybe uh, some people believe, is that uh, that's uh, harassment. 
So uh, it's like, uh, uh, okay. Th uh, that's a very real issue. Uh-huh. So this is where you spoke about afraid, right? Mm -hmm. I, who spoke about afraid? Yes. I think that this, is, this might be a factor. I actually don't see myself uh, going to uh, a girl and talking with her, not because uh, I, I think, uh, not because I'm afraid and not because I, I have a, a girlfriend already, but uh, I think th uh, I wouldn't see me doing that because uh, uh, the media has turned uh, men and women into kind of victims. So it, uh, the media has uh, told them that, okay, if someone is getting too close to you, uh you're being harassed that you're uh, they are uh, they are about to rape you they don't trust men so i know that the the uh it's real that there are problems uh where w women are murdered but at the same time men are being um uh, victims of this kind of violence as well i don't think that violence has a gender so yeah i, I think that's why it's it will be kind of complicated because media tells them that we are evil. So the three We're girls not. here, do, do, do boys slash men ever walk over to you and try to pick you up, as they say, or chat you up, as they would say in New Zealand? Yeah, that's yeah. Not yeah. me. Not you? No. Okay, so since you're attractive, how do you explain it? I don't know. Maybe my MAGA hat scares them away. <laughs> okay, that explains it. There we go. <laughs> That'll do it. But for the guy who likes Trump, you are one find, I gotta yeah, tell you. I mean, yeah. If if I ever do date a guy, I mean he has to like Trump. Or at least be conservative. He can like not agree right. with Trump. Well there are plenty do. of those, at least yeah. in America. I don't know how many in Argentina. And what about you? Uh, yeah, guys come to me sometimes, yeah. And and, and, and I, are you happy about that? Yeah. And in Sweden I can also say that it's kinda weird because in the nightclub it's not so often also that just boys get to girls. It's like girls get to boys and uh, yeah, ask the, them if they the can girls buy them a drink the or something. Yeah. yeah. So. Do you ever do that? Do you ever approach a boy that? Uh, no, not so often. <laughs> but it can happen. But it, also. <laughs> it can happen, yeah, right? Can I understand. Happen. Theoretically. Yeah. I understand. Well, you might be too young, right, for this to be applicable. I'm 17. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, forgive me, forgive so, me. Yeah. Like, uh, in Lima, it's a very tiny society. Like everyone knows each other. Is that like, right? Not like everyone knows each other, but everyone knows someone that know that knows someone. So a complete stranger wouldn't come up to me, but they'll tell me, "Oh, you know uh, this person, or you went to school with this girl," and then they'll start chatting you up. So. Uh huh. So not a complete stranger, but a friend of a friend, the friend of my cousin, maybe. And if a complete stranger did, would that seem strange? Maybe because uh, where I live, like I tell you, everyone knows each other. So if if someone that didn't know at least one person that I, I knew, it maybe would be strange. it would be strange. I understand. But I wanted to make a point with the harassment thing. I think that's very prominent, like for women too. Like I wouldn't be scared. I would be flattered actually, but uh, they have sold me the idea that that is harassment. One day I was walking, it was summer in Lima, which is terribly hot. I had a skirt on and a tank top and I was walking with a guy friend and a taxi driver like uh, whistled at me and I was like, that doesn't matter. And he told me, he raped you. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> that was fast for rape. And I was like, 
Uh, he told me that's, that's what he said to you. He just raped you. Yeah, he told me that's rape. That's rape. And I was like, whistle. No, <laughs> that's not rape. Like, that's really a sad yeah. story. That's yeah. a sad story. I think you're dating because um, you said about uh, what's changed. And I think it's got a lot to do with social media in the last two generations. Because, uh, yes, there was um, a lot of, uh, in the 60s, um, like lots of casual sex. But I think the reason that it's gotten so big and that why people prefer um, casual hookups opposed to relationships, and it's because it's now it's so easy. All you have to do is swipe. Um, and that is, to me, I think that I don't do online dating. I think it's just absolutely pretty shallow and I would much prefer I'd do the um, whole talk to a girl in a cafe just because I feel as though like you just want to be better than all the other guys because so many people are just afraid and um, I think it's got something to do with what my nah has told me and I know this I'm not sure what you guys might think but it's um, as a man you've got to bring home the bacon um, and that I've really got to stand up and be courageous and really do what I can and show a girl that I respect. Who, who taught you that? My, um, my nah, that's my grandma in Fijian. Um, mm -hmm. And she told me i got to bring home the bacon and that a man's really got to step up and look after his woman uh, to show that do he you, loves her. Do you her. like that idea, you three women? You, you don't find that uh, male chauvinism? Patriarchy? <laughs> what, what other bad word could I come up with? Okay, so let me uh, offer a final thought and then thank you. Uh, one of the reasons that uh, marriage is important is because it makes you grow up. And people don't think uh, that that's a big value anymore. Making a living, getting a career. Uh, growing up is and part of the reason it's not a big deal is that people know they'll live long. When people died at 40, it was a really big deal to get married when you were young. You didn't say, oh, if he comes along or if she comes along. You didn't marry by 25. You, you, you lost out on much of your possibility of, of having a family. You have every reason to believe uh, that you will live to 100. That's, that's the probability for your generation, that you will live to 100. So you, you totally understandably think it's, there's no rush, whether consciously or not. Because if you knew you would die at 50, you would think there was, you, you would start thinking about, I, I'd like to find somebody. But you don't think that, and you don't have to think that. The problem is that the years that you stay single, there isn't that much growth. It's just a fact. It doesn't mean you're not a wonderful human being. You could be a wonderful human being and be single. But there is no human who has ever married who has denied that they matured as a result of getting married. Even if they divorced, they matured. They all acknowledge it. You ask any married person, did marriage mature you? What, however you say that in your language, ask them. And there, I, I know 100, no one will say, you know, I got married and... <laughs> I got less mature. It, it doesn't happen. It, happy or not, a happy marriage or not a happy marriage, you mature. But maturing is, is, is like, it doesn't exist as a value any longer. And uh, so, for example, when I, when I was your age, we were often told, grow up. 
in, 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 in American English, grow up. Grow up it means become an adult. There's no push to become an adult any longer. And part of being an adult is, is, is marriage and family. That's a very big part of adulthood, not career. Career is people have to eat. So they need, they need to work. I mean, somebody, especially if you're single, you need to, you need to feed yourself. So uh, that's something that is not, not told to you. What I just told to you, very few adults will tell you. It's not, it, I don't know why, they're almost afraid uh, to tell you the truth about these things. And I don't, I'm not certain why. Maybe they think you won't like them. But the secret to my success is I, I never wanted to be liked. I just wanted to do good. And they're not the same thing. And that's a great lesson for you, too. You have to try to do good, whatever the, the, the repercussions, what repercussions, a fancy English word, uh, whatever the consequences. Anyway, I will tell you this. Uh, you, uh, oh, the 11 of you, give us at PragerU a very great sense of optimism from all your different cultures. You, you're willing to be different. The very fact that you're, you're, you have these values makes you different from most in your generation. That's a credit to you. That takes strength. And you're going to need strength because the, the forces from the media and, and from life and politics and Hollywood and everything, they're all in the other direction than what you affirm. Whatever country you're from, it doesn't matter what country anymore. They're, they're, they're united in, in, in their shallowness. It's it, so... Uh, we, uh, we deeply treasure you, and you, I know, value us. That's why you're here. So uh, we need each other. God bless you, even if you don't believe in him. <laughs> May you be blessed, and I hope that uh, we meet very often in the future. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you all for watching. Until next week. Dennis Prager, Fireside Chat, next week with a real fire, a real dog, but not such terrific people that they won't be there. All right. Thank you for watching. If you'd like to keep these Fireside Chats free, please do by donating to PragerU.